When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He is not human. He is like a machine. Making more podcasts than you've ever seen. Now he's finally back for more interviews. I hope you missed him because he sure missed you. It's the Tarrant Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Taron Show. Today, I have uh, another great interview for you. I, I always love talking to all of these people. It's really why I do this podcast, and today I had the great pleasure of talking with Asia, uh, a podcaster for Rob has a podcast. Uh, she does Big Brother coverage with me, along with uh, many other things that uh, that she does. And she she's a great podcaster. I always enjoy uh, talking with her. So this was a very fun conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Without any further ado, let's talk with Asia. How are you, Asia? I'm doing well. I am doing well. I uh, you know now. What what has it been a year and a half into this uh, podcasting journey has been pretty cool. So I remember listening to the Taryn show originally. So that was this is just it it blows my mind um, for you to even reach out. So thank you for reaching out, Um, because I used to thoroughly enjoy the Taryn show. Um, a couple of my friends who I got into Big Brother, I'm like, oh, you enjoy Taryn. Taryn has a Taryn show. You might like great interviews like past Big Brother players. And so um, I was like, oh, my gosh, just so you know, uh, this is happening. So that's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it's just been a full 180 of just my RHAP experience. So I'm excited to do this. Uh, that is very cool. Uh, so <laughs> you you have been uh, doing podcasts for uh, for Rob is a podcast. You've been talking about uh, Big Brother with me. Um, you have uh, a, a couple of other things going on as well, right? Um, yeah. And uh, and you've been doing it for you said like uh, about a, a year and a half now. Yeah. So when I applied for when Rob put out the casting for or the the application for um, to join RJP as a podcaster, that was you know middle of 2020. And so um, at that point, it's funny because my roommate will never let me forget it, that <laughs> I saw it because I've been listening to RHAP since maybe Big Brother 17. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh, Rob is looking for podcasters. And I was like, but I'm not going to apply. Like, I'm too busy. She's like, what are you doing that you're too busy right now? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm working and 
Um, you know, I just I, I just have too much going on. She's like, no, you don't apply. The worst that can happen is you won't get it. But like literally, that's it. So I was like, oh, fine. OK, I'll apply. And like the rest is history. So I'm I'm glad I applied. And, you know, uh, she she always randomly brings up like, oh, remember that time you weren't going to apply <laughs> for RHAP? <laughs> It's funny. I had a similar sort of experience. Like I, like, I don't think I ever would have just done it on my own. Like uh, mm-hmm. I had to have somebody be like, uh, like, what are you, t- like, what are you talking about? You need to like, uh, you talk my ear off about this all the time. <laughs> uh, like you have plenty to say, just do it. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's, that's very cool. Um, and, and so like, uh, I know for me, like when I started, it was just like, uh, I was just like, this is, this is a cool experience. I was really enjoying it. Um, but I like, I first of all, obviously never thought it would be become what it is now for me. Um, but like, how has it been for you? Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, starting at the beginning, um, you know, with that first season of big brother, big brother 20 podcasting, I was like, okay, I know we'll podcast for this season. I don't know where it'll take us. I'm not sure what Rob's vision is for incorporating all of us. Cause I know, you know, RHAP is growing a little bit or a lot of it, <laughs> not just a little bit. I mean, there's so much, there's so much content that RHAP pushes out weekly. And so I was like, you know, at least I can have fun through BB20. Thankfully it went really well. And then I was like, you know, there is this show that I uh, have been passionate about since it came on, which is Married at First Sight. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try to pitch it to Rob. I'm not sure if people would even enjoy it. Um, but I created this pitch for Rob. We talked and he's like, all right, let's let's try it out. Let's try it out. And so getting to cover um, a season of Married at First Sight, we did it every other week um, with uh, Amy from The Bachelor wrap up. And so when we did that, it was like, oh, wow, we're we're recording two hour podcasts like every other week. So this could actually be weekly because there's so much content and people are enjoying it. And so thankfully, I've been able to do a second season of Married at First Sight. Um, so it's just been really cool to even get plugged in like Survivor here and there. And, um, you know, I'm already t- watching these shows. So to get to talk about them, like, has been very enjoyable because I'm like, I'm already talking about them with my friends. So the fact that I get to do it and people enjoy listening to my voice, I never would have imagined that people would enjoy like my perspective or my opinion about anything because I've never been the type of person that is like the personality, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. like, not, not that I don't have a personality, but I'm not the type of person that gets on Instagram and I'm like, Hey guys, this is what I'm doing today. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not the, the influencer type of person. Um, I just, I enjoy having a good time. I am an extrovert and I do enjoy like talking to people, hanging out with friends and stuff, but I've never been just forthcoming as like, a person you should be interested in on social media. And so that's kind of been interesting, like, cause that's just Twitter, like for RJP, that's just my Twitter. Whereas like my Instagram is just my dogs. Like my Instagram story, I, there was a period of time I was like, I don't even remember the last time my face was on my Instagram story. Cause it's always my dog or my roommate's dog. And I'm like, well, people enjoy the puppy content. So I'll keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a whirlwind of experience because I just remember, you know, as we tried to get deeper into like TikTok and Rob's like, y'all are people, you know, people listen to y'all. So if you get on TikTok and talk about stuff, you know, people might be interested. And I'm just thinking like, like I've never, even my TikTok is for my dog. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I've never been that, that, 
that that person that um, like, oh, do you follow this person to hear this type of um, to see what they have to say about something? Um, so that's been really interesting because I feel like I I don't know. It just feels kind of like a different world when I am podcasting and even for like live podcasts, when my face is out there that I'm doing all that. And then I go back to like my own Instagram and stuff. I'll post a, a post here and there, but I'm not like, hey, guys, check out my opinion about this. I've never I, I guess that's what it is. I've never really put my I, I'm not the type to just like on Facebook and stuff. I don't post my opinions just all forth forthcoming um opinions about whatever whether it's yeah whatever like really if it's whatever um it's like really just twitter which i only use for podcasting content Mm -hmm. i I mean it's it's so it's so funny to me like uh (laughs) i feel like um I feel like you're me uh, like right. when you're saying this. I, cause, I mean, everything you said about like how you got started, it sounds exactly like it was when yeah. I started uh, down to like also like I pitched American Ninja Warrior to Rob yeah. at one point. And then I was doing that for like uh, and I very much was the same. I was just like, I like uh, nobody's going to care what I have to say. Like, right. um, like yeah. uh, and I still have trouble with stupid Instagram. Yeah. Um, like, what am I supposed to do on TikTok? I don't know. Right. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying, though. I got to figure <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll figure it out someday, maybe. Uh, that's hilarious, too, because we're actually only a day apart. Like, we're both like we're both born in 92. Like, we're the exact same age mm, because yeah, your birthday yeah. is like April 3rd and mine is April 2nd. So <laughs> literally, <laughs> we might as well be the same person. There you go. Uh, we've we've <laughs> discovered it. It's it's so funny to me, too, because like I, I will like uh, I've just uh, I've always really enjoyed uh, talking to you. I feel like like mm-hmm. from the from the second like uh, like uh, I was like introduced to like I talked to you the first time. I have just felt like drawn to you because I feel like we um, I, I, I didn't know that we were like similar in any way, but yeah. I just, I thought like, yeah, she seems really cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm such a narcissist. It was just cause, uh, I, I saw me and you. Yeah. You're just looking at a mirror. That's <laughs> all it was. <laughs> no, but likewise, like I, uh, it's funny too. Cause anytime I do like a live feed update, it's something about the live, it, the live podcast that make me a little bit like nervous a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I, I come in, I'm, I'm well prepared. I know what I'm going to talk about. Like I, well, I know the the content for some reason. I'm just a little bit, there's always that little bit of nerve. And it's funny. My friends are always like, why are you nervous? Like you talked to Taryn a million times. You've been on a live podcast a million times at this point. So like, <laughs> what's, what's the, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I think it's really just putting myself out there and you know, without knowing, you know, verbatim what I'm saying, what I'm going to say, everything is just off the cuff. You know, we are talking about what happened on these shows, but then we're also giving our opinions. And then I'm like, okay, am I going to maybe not reveal too much? Cause it's not my nature to just reveal like feelings and, and things about things because, um, I'm not sure if you know anything about Enneagrams, but, um, I'm a seven and I know uh, Chappelle did a podcast with Rob about Enneagrams. And so Chappelle is also a seven and it's just seven's nature to just want to just have a good time, live in the positive and not really get into feelings. Like if I, if I'm experiencing like a negative emotion, I, I steer from it. Um, so I think about like, I always worry, like, is, is this podcast going to be the one that I say something that I'm going to get off and like regret mm-hmm. <laughs> with something I said, but it, it, it hasn't happened to this point. So I don't know why <laughs> that's always in the back of my mind, but 
Here we are. I mean, I'll say like it happens, uh, you know, it, like it's happened to me plenty. I'm not like that. I've said something bad, like, yeah. um, but like that I like, uh, like if I feel like the podcast didn't go like as well as it could have, like mm-hmm. then, then I'll, then I'll sometimes like, uh, be beating myself up for that. Or if like, um, if like, uh, like especially like back in the day, if it was like, uh, if I got like, uh, if there was like a debate that got like really heated um, yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, it's fun. It's fun in the moment. Then afterward, I'm like, uh, oh man, did I just like, uh, did that, was that bad? Like, did I come off the people, are people going to understand like what that was? Or are they going to yeah. think it was something else? Um, and it's like, uh, they re- it can, it can really get you, but then, you know, it, it fades, especially like, I think the lucky thing for me is that, uh, well, like, because I'm doing it so often, I'm going mm-hmm. to mess up more, but I'm also like going to like uh, the next one is, you know, in a few hours or the next yeah. day. And then like, you know, in a couple of days, it's like I can't even remember, you know, what I've done. Um, so that's right. uh, it's useful in that way, I guess. But yeah, I, I mean, I always as well, like um, if for for a very long time, a little bit less so now. Um, but, uh, you know, I I was never like like very consciously nervous when I mm-hmm. when I went to do a podcast. Um, but, uh, like how I could describe it is that like my, my body got nervous, like, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, it, which is hard to just, it's hard to like distinguish. Cause like, I never, I never felt like, you know, this is a bad thing or like, uh, yeah. like, I, like something's going to mess. Like I was never worried about that, but like, uh, my body had like a physical response to like, um, you know, like, uh, like, oh, I'm about to go onto a podcast that's live or whatever. And. Uh, yeah, you know, I'd, uh, I and it's hard to even describe like what my like body goes through, but it's you know like the adrenaline <laughs> spike and like uh, like yeah. just the feeling of like uh, whatever. Um, and I still like um, it's it's especially true like if I haven't done a podcast in a while, mm-hmm. um, and then and then I go and do one again. So when I'm consistently podcasting, it's it's just it comes so rote for me that it doesn't matter um, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, but even like like when we play Among Us. Uh, yeah. Like that makes me nervous uh, because mm-hmm. I'm nervous because I am nervous when I play Among Us. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's definitely like it's it's just like uh, it's 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 what happens. Yeah. It there. Yeah. There was a period of time, especially during Big Brother 20. Um, or I keep saying 20. Big Brother 22 is what I mean with the uh, first podcast season with the RHAP class of 2020. So with Big Brother 22, I. Um, I would get, I, I would have so much adrenaline, especially after like the episode recaps. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, if we're talking about an episode that, you know, came on at eight o'clock and we're talking at like nine, 15, uh, like central time, I'm probably not going to go to bed until midnight because I need to wind yep. down after the podcast. Um, and it's definitely like a, a major difference between like the live podcast and then like one I'm just recording at night. Um, I guess, I guess the adrenaline is just a different level. Cause there's no, not that, not even that, you know, if I, for the Married at First Sight podcast, we don't ever have to edit. Like, I don't know why I'm acting like there's been these times where I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, let me go back and edit at the one hour mark to take out <laughs> me saying a certain thing. Um, we literally, I, I don't think we've edited any and we've done over like 40 podcasts for that, um, for that, for that show. But it's always just like with the live ones. I'm like, it's out there and, and people have seen it and you can't take anything back. 
Um, so that that's one of the reasons that like my adrenaline's always going <laughs> so much on on live podcasts. But I do just I mean, I'm so excited to get to talk about these shows and so excited to just talk about something that I love, which is it's always been so interesting throughout the years of, you know, people ask like, oh, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? And watching reality TV has always been one for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people are like, well, besides TV, I'm like, no, 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 actually, like, that's fun for me. It's not just like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Let me turn on some reality TV. No, it's like I watch these shows to, and I and I truly enjoy them and I truly enjoy talking about them. So especially now getting to podcast about them, it's like, you know, I take it seriously, even when I'm watching shows I don't podcast about because you can always use references and, you know, learn from the shows that you do podcast about from other uh, shows uh, that I watch. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not afraid to or I'm I, I'm no longer apologetic for being so passionate <laughs> about reality TV, uh, especially now that it's like turned into doing something that I love. Um, like after work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, it's, that's funny. Like um, I, I, I also felt the same way where like, uh, like I would basically before I podcasted about these shows, um, I, I would not be forthcoming about the fact that I watched these shows until yeah. I felt like, uh, like, like a, like a weakness in another person. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I know that I can, yeah. I can talk about this and I can get them hooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can show them a clip of like the funeral and they'll be like, Oh, yes. um, and then I would go all in. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I would not be like, uh, yeah, I'm a big brother guy. Yeah. Um, and then, and then when I started podcasting, I, I felt a lot more comfortable doing that. Uh, but and now, but now that it's like my profession, um, yeah. I, like, uh, like I'm still like, I'll still tell people because people ask you all the time, like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, and for me, it's just like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. I'm literally the exact same way. Like if I, if I talk, if I meet someone and we get to talking and then like, you know, TV comes up and then I'm just like, oh, you watch Big Brother? And I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh. And then based on their opinions, I can tell if they're, you know, a filthy casual mm-hmm. or they dabble in the feed. So if they're just like casual, I'm like, yeah, just, yeah, that's so weird. That was, yeah, that was wild that the the cookout was able to do that. But then if it's someone else, I'm like, okay, yeah, I was actually on a podcast. Let me send you the link. <laughs> <laughs> it turns into a completely different conversation based on the person. But if it's someone that, you know, I... That is just this is one of the the many shows that they watch and Big Brother is something that's casual that they watch or Married at First something is something they watch every other week or something like that. Then I'm like, uh, let me not dabble there because they're not going to, you know, like, oh, you 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 actually spend time taking notes and doing a podcast. That That's a lot. Yeah. And, and like I, I, I do feel comfortable, like if I had enough time to talk to somebody like I'm, I think, able to explain and they can feel like how passionate I am. And like, I feel like. I can get to a point where they're not judging me for yes. liking the show. But, you know, very rarely do you have the opportunity to talk to somebody in that much depth and with that much time. Yeah. So it's like, uh, like, uh, like if I, if I bring it up, it's like, well, either you're going to think, Oh, big brother, that's yeah. your job. Uh, and like, and the conversation is basically over anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or they're like, you know, polite enough to at least be like, Oh, Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> or they're genuine, like, oh, that's really cool, uh, which is yeah. the rarest of them. <laughs> um, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's like, uh, so that's that's the that's the weird thing about it. But uh, but how, how did you how did you get into uh, Big Brother? Like how how long have you been watching? Yeah, I've been watching since around 11 or 12. So uh, when I was 11 or 12 years old, so that was maybe season five. My mom has watched all the like she were I watched reality TV. She's she's on another level. Like mm-hmm. she watches probably three times as much reality TV as I do. Um, but it's so much so that like she'll watch the shows that we watch, like Survivor, Big Brother, be like, wait, what's what the person's what's that person's name? I'm like, mom, we've been watching this show for two months now. How do you not know this person's name? Yeah. She's all in. It's just she watches so much reality TV and scripted TV. Like she loves Lifetime. So I don't know how someone who watches Lifetime has time for all this other reality TV. But she has always watched. She's always watched Big Brother and Survivor. So I think around 11 or 12 is when it finally like piqued my interest. And so I started watching season five. I was like, this is so cool. Like especially like the twin twist. And then um, I went, I, you know, watched live. And I think it wasn't until after college that I went back and watched seasons two through four. And I watched most of season one, as much as you can like get through, you know, but um, so that, so big brother has always been my thing um, because I mean, I would say it wasn't until like the later seasons that I really truly understood the strategy of it all. And that that's what I was really interested in um, because it was a family affair. Like my mom, dad, my brother, we all watched it, but my brother, he was more like my brother is um, six years younger. So he was more so like, let me know when the comps are on. Right. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. That's fun. Watching the competitions happen, but I don't care about all the talking. And so um, that's been really fun too, to see his, interest evolve over the years um, because he listens to all the updates now. So that's really (laughs) cool. Um, He's like, I don't need to watch the feeds because I can just listen to Taryn. So that's like, I'm like, that blows my mind because I'm like, just knowing where he's come from with that. But but yeah, I've always been interested in Big Brother. And then I've casually watched Survivor along the way. And I think it wasn't until college that I really started to like 
remember what was happening, remember the people and start to see the strategy of, of it all. So I do plan to go back and watch Survivor from the beginning because um, I do really I, I do really like the show. It's just Big Brother has always been like my number one priority uh, in terms of interest, I guess you could say. Yeah, that, well, that's uh, what, what like um, what do you think? Because this is always something that uh, that I've I've thought about. Like, what do you think drew you to the show so much? Like, what what was mm-hmm. it that? Because um, I'm sure you watch plenty of other shows, and like, right. um, there's plenty of other like things. But like, what was it about Big Brother that really like attracted you to it? I think with Big Brother, it was the fact that I could play along in my head, thinking that I could do that. Mm-hmm. Like Survivor, I know how I am outside. I know that that's just not something I could do. So it's not like anything that I would ever think, oh, my gosh, I actually think I could do Survivor. I know if I'm if I miss lunch, like I am, I am not somebody that you want to mess with until I can get something in my stomach until I get to dinner. (laughs) Um, So I just like, yeah, I just. I knew I think it was just the fact that Big Brother was relatable because I always find that interesting, too, of like people are there are so many it feel it always feels like there's so many more people that are more interested in Survivor than Big Brother. And, you know, it's like Survivor's real. Survivor is transformative. Those are real stories. Big Brother is just for fun. No one wants to look at the silly costumes and stuff. But I think once you get into the feeds, you start, you really do see the transformations just that the show doesn't focus on it. So once I wrap my head around that, like, I think I started watching feeds around season 15. Um, Not a great season to watch feeds. I feel like that's (laughs) such a common season for people to have started watching feeds. It's very strange. Right. And so um, once I started watching feeds, it was just like, oh, I'm all in. I mean, I was all in before. I wouldn't miss a season, but I, I may it could be that it was relatable. I like the longevity of the season. I like that it's so easy to get all in, you know, because mm-hmm. it's every day. It's always happening. Um, so I think that's that's been my trouble with Survivor is like like most other shows, you're dealing with an edited version like. I've watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette for a long time, but it's like you're dealing with an edited version. We may not see the the true person that someone is. It's all dependent on how they edit it. Whereas Big Brother, you know, when do you get to watch someone just live? I know it's weird for a lot of people. I I know you don't think it's weird, Mm -hmm. but I know a lot of other people who may not be as into Big Brother will find it weird that you just why? Why do you want to watch someone just eat in the kitchen? You know, like why? Why is that something that, you know, intrigues you to watch them sit on the couch and talk about their lives? And I I just find it so fascinating. And I think it's because I find just learning about different people fascinating, which obviously you do the Taryn show. I think mm-hmm. like I know you, you can relate there, um, but like I'm I'm the type of person where few years ago, like even with a full time job, I signed up for Uber to be an Uber driver. And the, it wasn't because I needed the extra money. It was because I wanted to learn about people. So I would have these like in-depth conversations with people when I take them on, you know, whatever ride they're on. I'm like, wow, that was a really interesting person knowing that I'll never see them again. But it was really just interesting to find out how people live and what people do for a living, what people are motivated by. Why do they why why are they in the position they are in now um, and what has shaped them so far in their life? And so I feel like that's what Big Brother gives me. Like it, you really get to see, you know, they you know, they get to a certain point in the game where they feel like the cameras are off or they they forget about the cameras. So they're really living. And so that's one of the, like 
I could do actually I could do without the episodes. I watch yeah. them anyway because I want to see the narrative that you know they're trying to put in front of me. But like the feeds, I think are the most compelling part for me. Like I would just you know at work, you know after I catch up on like the live feed update, even though that's what's crazy too is I always listen to the live feed update, even though I. I pretty much know what you're going to talk about, <laughs> but I'm like, just in case, just in case I was eating dinner, wasn't paying attention or something to something that happened. Um, I'll listen to the live feed update and I just turn on the feeds and just have my headphones in. This is back like when I worked in an office since I work from home now. I just turn on the feeds and have my headphones in and just kind of see what happens throughout the day. Um, so I think I, I, I really think that's what it is. It's just you. There's no other show. You just get to watch people live um, and unedited it as much as they can when, when they don't cut off feeds, but just get to see, I think it's just so, perf- I mean, it's so captivating to me in some odd way of just, that's something you don't get to experience with other shows. Yeah. Well, uh, tell me more about this, uh, the, the Uber driving. This, this, yeah. is, uh, this intrigues me because I yeah. feel like this is like, this is a very sort of <clears throat> like you, you hear about, People who have done this, like I, uh, like they, mm-hmm. they, 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 in fact, I've had Uber drivers like, yeah, I just do this uh, just to chat with people sometimes. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I'm very, I'm very like, uh, you know, curious about like, um, like what, like what really like prompted, like what was like, uh, what made this go from an idea like that would be cool to like, nah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I went for, so I lived alone. Um after college. Okay. So after, so I went to the university of Texas at Austin, graduated in 2013. And while I was at UT, I was a resident assistant. So I, my freshman year, I had a roommate, but then the last three years I lived on campus, but didn't have a roommate. So I lived alone. Um, but I was so close in proximity to so many people. So if I wanted to talk, go out in the hallway, talk to a resident, talk to coworkers, whatever. Then when I moved from Austin to Houston for work after college, I lived alone. And so that was like shell shock for me because I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is this? I can't just walk. I don't want to just meet all these random neighbors. I don't know who I'm meeting. <laughs> you know, like I'm in a, I'm, at, I'm actually in a city. I can't just do that where everybody like, you know, there's a certain level of trust you could have with like college students. You know, we are like minded. Yeah. It's not like they're going to try to um, trick me and try to kidnap me. Um, so, <laughs> so when I you, moved, <laughs> your neighbors are going to kidnap you. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know people. (laughs) So it's it's like um, when I moved here, it was just like, wow, this is okay. I'm really living alone. And then I lived alone for six years um, uh, while living in Houston before um, me and my roommate started living together. And so during that time, there was I went through a period of time of just like, okay, what do I do now? I have a full time job. I don't have to come home and do homework. I have all this free time. So I remember when I first moved. Um, to Houston, I bought an Xbox. I grew up playing PlayStation, but I bought an Xbox. Mm. I bought Grand Theft Auto Five. I beat <laughs> it in like two weeks because every day I came home, played it for hours, mm-hmm. and then go to bed. And that was literally my daily routine for two weeks. Then I beat it. And I was like, okay, well, I've never beat it before because I've I always had Grand Theft, different versions of Grand Theft Auto uh, growing up. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, okay, now what? And so then it was just kind of like, okay, let me socialize with coworkers. Let me do this. Let me do that. But it, I always had that free time, um, especially not having like a consistent like 
long term relationships. Like I've had, you know, a couple of exes throughout my my 20s, um, but I did not have this like long term relationship that was about to turn into something. And so just I was just I had so much free time. <laughs> and this was all before I, I got my dog, which I just got her in 2020. And so it was just like trying to feel that free time. I, I'm not the type of person that can just be at home and just sit in my silence. Mm-hmm. That's when my thoughts just run crazy of just like, oh, my gosh, is there anybody out here who like cares what I'm doing right now? <laughs> like literally <laughs> those are thoughts that will come to my mind if I'm not occupying myself with something. So that's where I mean, that's not where the love of my reality TV started, because I've always even in high school loved reality TV. But I was just like, I'm so glad I have this. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I could be especially Big, Big Brother. I could be totally consumed in that and not have to be alone in my thoughts of like the fact of, OK, I'm I'm living alone right now. And this is my reality. I I I'm not hanging out with a friend right now. So so I was like, I think it was 2017 or so it was whenever the Super Bowl was in Houston. And so um, because I did it a couple of months around then. And so I just was like, let me do it. Why not? And so I did it for a um, couple of months. I like for the Super Bowl. I did it all day that day, um, which was pretty cool. People from out of the, out of the country here for the Super Bowl. Um, one time I did it like right when the sunset was like dinner time. And this guy got in my car and he was being kind of flirtatious. I was like, okay, this was not a good idea Mm. to drive at night. Um, And then he ended up like he brought food in my car. And then by the time we got to his destination, he had spilled it all in my backseat. Oh, I was, yeah, I was livid. And so I was just like, okay, I'm not driving at night anymore. If I need to drive, Mm. I'm doing it from like, you know, on the weekends at like 10 a.m. And then like soon as sunsets, I'm done. I cannot do anything. And so, um, so yeah, I met a few different just people. Like I would start on my side of town and just kind of see where the day took me. Like if I did it on like a Saturday, didn't have any plans or if I wanted to do it after work uh, before the sunset. And so it just became this like a way to fill my time so that I wasn't occupying all this like silence at home <laughs> because I lived alone. And so, yeah, when I did it for a couple of months, I was like, okay, wow, that was really fun. Um, but I think it also another, probably another motivating factor was I, there was a period of my twenties where I was pretty, uh, pretty uh, caught up and um, focused on making it on big brother mm-hmm. that a lot of things that I were doing were motivated by this would sound cool in an oh, interview yes. or this, yeah, this would be great as a part of my audition video. And so I can't say that, you know, that wasn't completely um, that wasn't one of the reasons I was like, let me just go ahead and do it. This will make me more interesting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So when did, when did that start? When, uh, when did you decide, Hey, I want to be on big brother. So it was, so I graduated, so 20, so it was season 17 that I first applied. And so um, I believe that was 2015. So 2014, technically I applied because I applied in like an October and then I heard back, like it was right when the season ended, um, season 16 ended. I was like, okay, I think I could do it. And I made my video, sent it in. Um, I spent way too long on my video. That first video was so edited. It was so 
like I, I literally wrote a script. I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. I need to get a picture for this. I'm going to talk about this. I need to find a video for this. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, which is crazy. Cause that's when I went the furthest uh, in the audition process. And so, um, so season 17, yeah, was my, my, me saying like, look, why not? Uh, why not do it? Because yeah, at that point it was just like, why not? I have nothing to lose. I, if I go, I don't have anything that just an apartment to leave, leave behind for three months. I don't have any responsibilities right now. So it'd be the perfect time. Um, and so once I made the video and then I got some feedback from people around me, like, Oh, that's really good. That's really good. And then once I heard back, um, like, Hey, we loved your video. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Then all of that work was, (laughs) was worth it. Yeah. Uh, well, like, so, so like, um, it, it just kind of, you just kind of decided like, like, was there, uh, was there like uh, an impetus that, that like, uh, was, you were like, um, like I have you, had you always wanted to be on the show? Like, uh, like when did this like form? So I think throughout high school and college, it was just like that would, I could see myself on the show, but it wasn't a reality. It's just like how, uh, you can like, I could see myself in Hawaii, but <laughs> I'm not doing anything to actually get there or, you know, plan to make it happen. So it was, it was never a thing I thought I would actually try to do until I did it and saw like, oh my gosh, okay. I have something to say because, um, you know, you think about, you think about your life and then you're like, okay, you see the, you know, they paint people as like, this is the the athletic trainer. This is the lawyer. I'm like, what am I like? My job is so hard to describe. I can't even the easiest thing I can say for people is like IT where this is not I don't really do IT. So I was like, what? How do I even paint this picture of myself? So then once I crafted this story, starting from childhood to now, it was like I skipped the first grade. I was the first person to learn how to tie my shoes in preschool, like all these like points mm-hmm. um graduated co- uh, high school at 17 college at 21 it was just like oh, okay cool that okay that forms a story that's where they can see how i am now and then the fact that i was able to like sell myself on camera and like this is how i would be in the diary room because i'm being expressive and and excited um i think one like really once i decided to make the video because it was like a why not um like worst that could happen is i don't hear back once I actually heard back. I was like, oh, this is my goal now. Like, this is what I plan to do. If it doesn't happen this time, then it has to happen in the next few years. Um, And so I became so laser focused on it that I did find myself doing things thinking like, oh, this would be really cool for my next audition video. (laughs) Um, So it's like if I went on a trip and then we would hike, I'm like, let me make sure I record it because you never know. So it's like I have so much footage of just things that have happened in my life throughout my 20s that has just never seen the light of day because I just had that thought and I don't have to realize like, why am I idolizing being on this show um, when it's like, what, what, why, what am I looking for that I'm missing? Because that's what it became. It's like, am I looking for something to get on this show? Cause I, it's not like I'm looking for any fame. I'm not looking to be an influencer. Like I said, like that's, that, that's not how I've been motivated in my personal life up to this point. So why would that be the motivating factor? There's plenty of other ways to get famous. Um, <clears throat> so, um, once I made it all the way to the finals, for season 17, I was like, oh, this could actually happen. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm one of 10,000 videos ever sent in. I was like, 
no, they actually know my name now. Like I've met every uh, every one of the important people that work for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, it just didn't work out this time. So I'm like, once you get that, once I have that taste of just like talking to the casting director, talking to Alison Grodner, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's here, like it's in front of me. Now I know I can do it. And so then after that, I was just like, that was the furthest I made it. The next season, I made it to the semifinals, and then. Um, from, from then on, I've never heard back. So I've like consistently tried for the past, I guess, five years. So 2014, well, season, okay. 2015, I was like 23. So I guess the past six years, Mm -hmm. um, I've tried consistently. And then uh, now it's to the point where I enjoy talking about it more than wanting to be on the show. So, so that so that looking back, it's kind of wild to think about that I was so consumed with it. Um, but it was a cool experience. I do like to uh, tell people about it and the fact that I made it that far and saw like Steve and Becky and uh, Shelly and, <laughs> you know, wild. Clay. Yeah, I was like in an elevator with Becky and um yeah, so uh, even Meg um, Bronte was there for finals for uh, Big Brother 17, even though she didn't make it until the final uh, remember, the following season. I remember yeah. Steve telling me about that when <laughs> yeah. season 18 started. He was like, ah, I know Bronte. Right. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> like she I specifically remember she was like uh, she may have been the first one to go because I was like, whoa, she is a character. Just um, like I said, I love people watching. So the fact that I was there and like at that period of time, I literally could remember everybody that was in that room there for finals. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, and then to just see it all play out. Um, I was just like, Oh, I, I probably would have aligned with these people. I probably would have tried to get this person out. And so the fact that it was so close, I could taste it made me want it so much more. Cause I'm just the type of person, like if I'm doing something, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to give it my full effort, which is kind of like what I try to do with podcasting. Like every podcast, I come in over prepared. Like even if it's like, I know going into it, Rob's going to lead it. He's going to steer the conversation. I still have like note for note what happened to that episode. You never know. You know, Wi-Fi might go out and then I'm left leading the podcast. You don't want to be underprepared. So... (laughs) I mean, again, like uh, I'm, I'm completely the same way. Um, and, uh, you know, it's also in the sense of just like, uh, like I also would have been doing like if I, if that had been my goal, I would have been doing the same thing. I mean, when I, when I played, uh, you know, a game of sequester online, Mm -hmm. uh, I, I spent like the, you know, the week and a half leading up to it, just like dedicating my life to, to, you know, succeeding in that game. Um, it's, and because you just like, uh, it's just like a goal, right? Like mm-hmm. and, and when you have a goal, you just want to, you want to succeed, you want to accomplish the goal. Um, and, uh, I, I think for me though, like, <clears throat> I don't know, like maybe, uh, I, like, I, I think it would have been like, was it difficult to watch season 17 knowing like that, mm, that was almost me. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, Especially knowing exactly who is in the spot yeah. that you would have been in. Because um, we know. We know the casting was like yeah. at that point. <laughs> it wasn't this 50% uh, person of color mm-hmm. um, initiative. And so that season, I know exactly who replaced me. And I know how different we are. So it was like, I know what they were looking for. And then it kind of made me take a step back. It was like, how was I presenting myself? Because... 
not that I was presenting myself like her, but was I doing anything to make them think like, oh, I was about to bring the drama. I was about to bring, you know, the oh, I'm, nobody can say anything to me because, you know, I'm going to tell them off or something. Mm. I was like, I feel like I it, it, it probably came down to, you know, at, like I saw myself more like a like if I had to compare myself to a recent player, I saw myself more like a Hannah. Um, maybe not the way she played, but maybe the way she presented herself uh, leading up to um, being on the show. Right. And so um, I was just like, man, what was it? I mean, you know, I critiqued myself mm. so hard after that. I mean, and and honestly, I don't I'm not a per, I don't I rarely like I said, I don't dive into my negative emotions. It just I know it's unhealthy. Um, but I know it's not a positive thing. I know it's good to feel. Uh, I, talk, <laughs> I talk to my friends about it all the time. Like they'll ask me about something and then I'll tell them like the facts. And um, and they're like, no, but how did it make you feel? Like, how did you feel about it? <laughs> like, uh, but so like I remember when I got that call from uh, like during um, that I didn't make it on the cast for Big Brother 17. Like I, I, le- I legitimately had to go home from work that day because I mean, I got the news around like 3 p.m. I was just like, I can't sit here and act like nothing just happened. And I went, I like bawled my eyes out because I wanted it so bad. Like for me, it felt like something I've worked so hard for. It wasn't a casual, oh, let me just record a video and yeah. send it in and see what happens. Like, no, I intentionally put so much effort into it. Um, and then for it to not pay out, I was like, oh my gosh. I, I felt so defeated at that point. And so then I had to, you know, yeah, watch the season and just kind of, I was like, I have to remove myself from this so I can actually enjoy the season. I can't think back on this season as like season that that could have been, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and I mean, it, it was difficult, but I think it there did come a point in the season, like maybe a month in. I was just like, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. I'm a for I'm I believe that that everything happens for a reason. And so it was just like, OK, I can I can move forward knowing that it just wasn't meant for me to be on this season. Maybe it wasn't meant for me to be on the show, period. Um, maybe it was meant for me to just prove to myself that I could have some self-confidence in like what I have going on in my life, um, that I'm not just like not doing anything that I, you know, I actually have lived enough story for someone to be interested in uh, to come close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? Uh, but after that, it w- after that was OK, like even you know, these recent seasons applying to, I didn't think of like a, oh, that could have been me because I didn't even come close. Right. So it's not like, oh, what could have been? I think the worst was probably season 17 thinking like I was so close. Um, And so I I did get past it that season, but it it was very difficult at first. Yeah. Well, do you, do you think that maybe part of like the, the drive to, to get on after that was was not only that you like were so close and you were like, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's attainable, but also just like uh, if you did get on, that would kind of erase that trauma, right? Like, uh, right, like, yeah. uh, it's always oh, fine. It's fine. I, I wasn't meant to be on season 70 because right. I got on a different season. It's, it's yeah. all right. And then to see it happen to like Bronte, I was like, that could be me, you know, mm. like, like maybe it just, this wasn't the, the, the puzzle that I fit into that they love to say. Um, very true. Yeah. I, I thought like, you know, maybe that could erase that experience. Um, and so I think that's probably why I started listening to RJP because I will, I just wanted to, you know, get as much content as I could at that point. 
So I started listening that season and just kind of hearing um, all the perspectives on what was happening. And maybe I'm like, OK, maybe I can shift what I talk about because this is what people are interested in, um, you know, in my videos or, you know, how I present myself. You know, I never tried to change who I was in the videos. It was more so putting an emphasis on certain parts of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, they don't care that I'm smart. Let me not focus on that. They don't care what I do for a living. Maybe not focus on that. Let me talk about how I'm obsessed with escape rooms and I've done over 30 at this point. Um, and so like, let me narrow in on that. Um, and so I kind of would try to at that point, it was like listening to podcasts for research and then just discovered y'all were so funny that it's like, OK, now this is just enjoyment. <laughs> it doesn't have to be let me. Oh, it doesn't have to be. Let me listen to this to see what I can do mm. to put myself in a better position, because that that was just I mean, that, it was so time consuming to just mm. always have that in the back of my mind. Um, so it does feel freeing now that I've made the decision that I'm probably not going to try again because I have other um, but I have other goals in my life and, um, you know, I, I'm able to be as close to it as I want to be with pot through podcasting, mm-hmm. which is what I, I've been loving doing. So it's not, I think for a long time, it was just like feeling like that would be, that would make me feel so great mm-hmm. to be on the show and to compete that like I've fulfilled that goal and then everything else I can just enjoy in life when I don't, that has just like that. I guess desire has just grown smaller and smaller. Um, not just because I didn't make it, but just, you know, as you grow older, priorities change, feelings change. Like now I couldn't even, I, I wouldn't even be, be able to stand the thought of leaving my dog. <laughs> so like yeah. I, it just changed. Well, yeah. I, I remember all the way back to, uh, you know, when I talked to to Jordan Parhar uh, on, mm-hmm. on the Terran show. And I, I, I believe if I recall correctly, four years now but uh wow. we talked we talked about like uh how you know about that sort of like uh you know the goal oriented thinking to get on the show and and so many people they get on the show and that's that's the accomplishment and it feels yeah. like that's going to fulfill whatever it was that was driving them to get there um mm-hmm. and then they get off the show and it's just like wait what what do <laughs> right. i do now like, where do right. I go from here? And you're often left like completely adrift. You've been, you know, isolated for a while. You probably have some kind of like just relatively traumatic experience from being on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. You have this like very strong uh, thing in your brain that like a very few people can even relate to. And how do you like reintegrate back into your life? And it's just like uh, like there are so many different things um and and so when i think when you are like uh when you're searching for something uh, like some kind of fulfillment by being on the show uh yeah. you're often like uh it's 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 probably going to set you up for failure so um i think probably uh and not necessarily but may, maybe ultimately it really was a good thing um right. that it didn't happen there uh for you um and i'm sure like because i'm sure it can work out maybe you find that it's you know oh this was great and uh and you know this is a a new path but um but uh but it seems like you've you know you found your path uh now right yeah and and i and i can reflect now um about how much it was consuming my life um and which made it all the more crushing like Mm. not hearing back or, you know, not making it ultimately actually making on the show. Like, I remember even I went to a live know-it-alls in, when it was in Austin. I think it was either 2017 or 2018. 
And I met Rob and I remember like meeting Rob and saying like this summer, you're going to see me on Big Brother. Like just <laughs> just like confidently saying mm. that um, when it's like rather than like, oh, in a few summers, we'll be talking about Big Brother. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it was just like I was so laser focused, um, which I feel like actually stopped me from doing certain things that I wanted to do. Um like for I, I even remember a couple of friends were planning a big trip and it was going to go. It was going to be in July. And I was like, can't commit. I'm applying a big brother. Mm. <laughs> it's like, doesn't, I don't know what's going to happen. And now that I've just kind of like I'm not planning my summers around potentially being on big brother. It has I mean, it's just like I do whatever I want to now. And it and I don't obviously don't blame the show for me being so obsessed and wanting to be on it. It was just like, this is my short term goal. I feel like now's the time before I settle down, before I, you know, find someone that I want to be with for the rest of my life and and start having kids. Because that's when I feel like it would be tough, but more difficult. I'm like now that I'm single and, you know, I can, you know devote the time to focus and not think I'm leaving anything behind. This would be the perfect time. And so I, I, I'm glad that I can look back now and just be like, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I I can think about like the lessons learned of just like doing things that make me happy rather than thinking, oh, this would be a good story to tell for someone else, for some producers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think has been helpful in just thinking back on the experience. Like, I don't think it like it was all for nothing. Um, it did show me that I can if I put I can do anything I can put my that I set my mind to where in that situation, it wasn't like, OK, I'm what I'm setting my mind to is getting on the show. My, I'm setting my I was setting my mind on it was all the the goal was always for them to find me captivating enough to move me forward in the casting process, which I feel like I did that first time. And it was like, OK, I put in all that effort, like because, you know, I'm able to just narrow in on something I really want. And for it to just be, it get to a point where it was out of my control. I'm okay with that because I know that I did that all that I could do. It came down to putting everything together. So now I'm like, you know what? Anything I set my mind, like, I'm so glad to know that I have the discipline mm-hmm. and the, um, just the ability to, for things not to be out of reach, because as long as I want to put in the effort, I can do it. Yeah. Um, so, so you did, you did apply for 23. I did. But that, and that, but you think that's the last one? I, I do. <laughs> yeah. So I did. I, <laughs> there was I did. some hesitancy there. If you didn't I know, hear it. I know. I know. And I say that every year, like I've been saying that, that like, this is it, <laughs> you know, <And laughs> who, who, I mean, who truly knows? Um, I think right now here today, I'm saying that, you know, I am perfectly content with it never happening. Mm-hmm. But I if if it did happen, I wouldn't turn down the experience. Right. I still think that, you know, it would be a really cool experience because I love the show so much but because I've dedicated so much of my life to it. Um, I think that would be really cool. But I'm perfectly OK if it doesn't happen. Um, and I think that that's that's where I'm like content is the fact that I don't need it to happen. So. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely put in less effort over the years of my videos of like, look, okay, I put in because I sent that one to everyone. I sent it to Dan. He said it was great. He was so nice about it. He's like, okay, you can reach out to me whenever you want. Um, just let me know, you know, 
Um, if, if you have any questions or anything, um, I sent it to Nicole. Um, I even had lunch with Steve in Orlando a couple of years ago. So that was really cool. And we just talked about my experience. And so he was giving me advice. So I, I will commend like Big Brother alum. They are so nice when mm. you just can if you if you just reach out and you're working on it. And because all I would do is send them my video, be like, hey, I sent this in. I made it this far. And they're like, oh, my God. Nicole was like, this was so much better than my video. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole is so um, uh, Nicole F. She's uh, she 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 is uh, she's she was very nice. And she sent me this long email. Um, I think it was even Johnny Mac and replied. So, yeah, I, I reached out to a lot of people at that point uh, just to get advice and stuff. So um, people have been really, really nice. That's awesome. Um, well, uh, who, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe four years from now, uh, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll do an update and you'll be like, uh, remember when I was so silly and I said that I wasn't going to do this? Um, and look at me now, uh, two time winner of Big Brother. Um, right. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. So I, I, I also, I want to ask uh, about your job. You said uh, you describe it as IT, uh, but that right. it's hard to describe. So I want you to try to describe uh, what, what is <laughs> right. it that you do? Right. It's so, it's so it's, yeah, it's funny because it's one of those just didn't know it existed until I graduated type of jobs. Um, so I, got my degree in management information systems. All I knew coming out of high school was that I wanted to do business. Mm-hmm. Some, some sub capacity. I knew that I love technology and I wanted to be in business, corporate America somewhere. And so when I graduated um, with MIS uh, from the Un- University of Texas at Austin, um, I got a job at the current company I met and I was doing something totally unrelated to MIS, but I knew that they had the t- uh, a team there that I could join. So basically, so I joined that team in 2014. I've been on it ever since. So next year will be 10 years at this company. This has been the only job I've had after college um, besides RHAP mm-hmm. <laughs> and Uber. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so basically what we do is we configure an HR system. So uh, there's a, uh, an HR system called Workday. So I know there are people out there, people have messaged me about like their companies using Workday because um, I've mentioned it on a podcast. And so basically Workday does payroll. It does absence, um, just basic any, it basically manages the employee life cycle from hire to, to retirement. And so what I do is I, I have a specialty in certain areas. So payroll and 
an absence. And so what I do is my clients will tell me, hey, we need a specific earning to calculate a certain way. It's not calculating that way. Our, po- our employees are getting paid too little or too much. And so I'll go into the system and configure it so that it calculates correctly. Um, and so it's a bunch of problem solving because we receive these certifications on Workday. And then for our clients, they have these issues and we have to figure out how to solve it in Workday. So I like that, you know, day to day, I'm constantly problem solving. Um, two consultants could get the same issue, configure it completely different ways. Um, and so it's not back in like, I'm not coding, but it's like I'm the super user of, of the system. And so that's something that's always drawn me to it was the fact that I am problem solving um, because I, that's one thing that has, has kept me engaged because mm-hmm. if I'm just doing something that, you know, there's a, a an SOP that I could follow to do it, I'm like, I'm not engaged. I mean, right. I, I, I like that not anyone could do what I'm doing, that I'm actually getting to use my brain mm-hmm. um, to solve problems. And so it's really cool when the clients come to us and they have an issue that, you know, it doesn't seem solvable. And then I meet with other consultants to kind of put, put our heads together and figure it out. So it's like one big uh, school project of like, you know, (laughs) a a problem to solve. Um, So I think that's that, that part of the job is what I love so much, not so much corporate America, obviously certain politics about things. Um, But I do like that. I work from home. I've been working from home since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, Before that, I even worked from home twice a week. So I had a good balance there. But the fact that I work from home um, is cool because I get that flexibility. And um, so I get to, you know, I I get to do even more of what I love by having the flexibility of being home and working, you know, eight hours. Maybe I'll start working a little bit earlier in the morning so I can log off a little bit earlier. And then I have more time to prepare for a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that I'm able to uh, still, I'm, I'm able to have the flexibility of, you know, having that job right now and then um, getting to do what I love after that job. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause I feel like, uh, you know, I mean, working for the same place for 10 years, um, yeah. especially like right out of college, essentially. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like that's, um, I feel like maybe that used to be more the norm, right? Like, uh, you know, you yeah. go and yeah. work for your company. Um, but, uh, but I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't happen, uh, that often anymore. Um, so yeah. like clearly like something has been, uh, it, it works for you here that, that, is, that has kept you there. Right. Yeah. Like I will say like some of my closest friends I've met through working there, um, I, we, my hiring class was like 50 people and there's probably five, six of us that still work there today. So, um, it's, it definitely, yeah. Turnover is is real people, you know, they stick something out for a year, don't like it, then they want to move on. Whereas I enjoy the, even when things get, uh, frustrating, I enjoy like the work-life balance. Um, I enjoy that I don't have to work 80 hours a week or 60 hours a week. I could do 40 and be perfectly content. Um, I was so focused too for a period of time of making making it up the ladder. So like I had certain goals set in mind that I was like, until I reach that, I'm not gonna be content. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I have to, you know, be six figures before I'm 30. And once I reached that, then I was like, okay, well, I gotta, you know, uh, I, I want to be a manager and now I'm a manager, six people, you know? So it's like, once I reach those milestones, then it's like, 
I've definitely been in a place the past couple of years of just like, okay, I'm content with that. That's those are the goals I wanted to reach and I'm there. So now I'm okay going all in on, you know, being the best dog mom I can yeah. or, you know, going all out on, and, and, um, you know, trying to host a podcast by, you know, doing married at first sight and, um, you know, helping out where I can all across RHAP with different shows. So, um, I, I'm, I, I found that I've been able to find as long, I think I'm always most content if I'm working towards something yeah. like there has to be something. So it's like, okay, if I'm not working, if I wasn't working towards big brother, I was focused at work to try to get to where I want it to be. Um, so it's like, I'm always most, most motivated when there's a goal in mind in some aspect of my life. Yeah. Uh, well, what's your goal right now? Oh yeah. That's a, that's a good question. Um, so, so yeah, I, I am currently studying for something, um, to, to get a certain, uh, license. (laughs) 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 So it's so funny. I know. right? It's so funny because a license to kill. Right. <laughs> I play uh goose goose duck every day so that I can uh, get enough points. Um, no, it's funny. It's, it's, it's so funny. Cause I'm always conscious that anybody can hear this. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, no one at my job listens. And just when I thought that someone <laughs> pinged me at work that she, she messaged me and was like, Hey, Oh my gosh, I listen to RHAP and I never realized that that was you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my great. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yes. <laughs> so it's so funny. Cause it's just like, it's just such a, a, a unique community mm-hmm. and we're from all over. Right. And so it's just like, what are the odds of somebody, um, from work hearing that? Um, but yeah, so I, I'm, I'm working on getting, getting a license. So I, that's something I could uh, do part-time. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um well uh i guess i guess uh i guess we'll we'll figure out what that is uh <laughs> sometime in the future um uh, and uh it's not a license to to big brother like it's not right okay <laughs> yeah i'm not the one who bought the cbs lot um, <laughs> <so>. yeah <laughs> um yeah imagine that was like my big plan buy the cbs lot so they have to pay me to rent it for the house and they have to force me to be on the show yeah well yeah, yeah. like uh you want to film your show you know <laughs> right. what to do right, right. <laughs> winks um yeah no it's, i mean it's something i've been working on for the past year or so um studying to get a specific license and so then we'll see how that works out in terms of doing it part time and just learning as much as I can to see what the future holds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so you would say like in general though, at like at your job, you've reached a point where, um, you know, like, cause, cause I feel like this is something that, that a lot of people have to kind of, um, or I guess if you have the the luxury of being able to decide like, is yeah. my job my life or do mm-hmm. I want to is my job the way that I can fund my life essentially. Right. Um, yeah. And, exactly. uh, and, and you've kind of reached a point where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to like live more of mm-hmm. my life outside of work. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I'm not sure if you would get the reference, but as Courtney Kardashian would say, work will never be my priority. <laughs> 
yeah. So yeah, that, that is, uh, that's something Courtney Kardashian has said. Um, but really, yes, if there was a time, important time where work was my priority, it was just like, okay, you know, I am focused on getting to these milestones at work. But now it's like, yes, I do want work to just support. I, I have this job so that it can support me doing other things. So it can support me, you know, living where I want to live or, you know, taking the vacations that I want to take. And I'm perfectly content with that, especially after being there for 10 years. Um, you know, some people, their entire time here has been, you know, they want this job to support their life. And that's totally fine. Everybody has different priorities. Everybody has different motivations. So it's kind of that it definitely has shifted for me where it's just like, I'm perfectly content, you know, where I'm at. I have no interest in doing what my manager does. So I realized once I reached that point that I had no desire to go higher that, you know, it it's it's perfectly fine for me to have goals and ambitions elsewhere. Yeah. Well, you said you you work from home now. Um, and does are you uh, are you thinking like, hey, do I want to stay where I am or do I want to like be somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. I so early in my 20s, I always told my told myself like, I always wanted to try L.A. I was like, I still by the time I'm 25, if I still want to live in L.A., I'm going to just do it. I'm going to just go for a year. So my uncle lives out there. So I visited plenty of times and I'm like, I could see it. I could see it working. Um, But 25 came and came and went. So so now at 29, it's more so, you know, looking ahead in my 30s. And so right now, Houston, Houston is definitely home. I think that now that I am able to just travel where I want and plan according to that, I'm okay with Houston being being the home base um, until, you know, life takes me elsewhere. Currently, I don't really have ambitions to live anywhere else, but I definitely have the desire to travel plenty of places. Yeah. So uh, it does give me the flexibility of being like, okay, if I want to go to Hawaii for two weeks, mm-hmm. I could work a week there, you know, and not have to take two weeks off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what, like, what, what is it? Uh, have you been in Houston like your whole life? No, I'm originally from Dallas. So born and raised in Dallas. Um, and then went to Austin for college and then came to Houston. So I've been in so Houston. You hit now all for, the major Texas. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like the last stop would be like San Antonio, yeah. but no desire to go there. I'm okay. Visiting. Um, and it's it's nice that like I've been able to visit Austin plenty and able to visit Dallas. I like that Houston is a good mix of Austin and Dallas. There are parts of Houston that look just like Dallas. Parts of Houston look just like Austin. And so it's a good balance. Like I, I get the best of both worlds. And I've never been an adult in Dallas. So I don't really have that desire to go back. Um, I'm only three hours away. Like my mom still lives there. My dad still lives there. I have some other family there. Um, my brother lives in Austin. So I'm able to travel between the three cities only. I mean, Texas is huge. So it's a, like a three hour drive mm-hmm. just to go to another city. But it we're so used to it that it's like, OK, weekend trip, you know. And so I like being in, in close proximity. So I think that's another thing that would be difficult to just up and move to like, if I want to be like, oh, I want to try New York. You know, mm-hmm. it's like then everything is a plane ride away. And but the fact that I am close with my family it would be tough not just being a drive away. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what, what, do you, what do you like about living in Texas? I'm curious. Yeah. 
people wonder that, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so for me, it's just that it's always been home. Yeah. Like for me, if everybody I cared about were in Ohio, I would be in Ohio. Yeah. But every, you know, like a lot of people that I have, like most of my best friends are in 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 Houston, or in Texas, and so whether we're in Dallas or Austin. Or Houston, it's like, this is where the people that I want to spend time with are. And so if everyone upped and moved to a different state, I would have no motivating factor to stay in Texas um, because, you know, I like getting out and doing things and going to different restaurants, trying different happy hour or whatever. But that's just because I enjoy doing it with the people that are here. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not like. Oh, the art scene is amazing in Houston. I have to be here because it's here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, it's like it's the the people like that I care about are here. And so that that's really my motivating factor is the fact that like my lifelong most of my lifelong friends are from college or after. And so like um, I have two best friends that are twins that we grew like I've known them since I was five. So we're, we're stuck together for life. Right. And so I, whenever I go back to Dallas, I'll see them, but like, it wasn't like my lifelong friendships came from high school. Um, it was mostly college and after, and most of those people are still in the area where they'd be Houston, Austin, Dallas. So. All right. Well, uh, well, like what, what is, what are your, uh, do you have any like immediate plans for the, beyond the, the license? Right. Um, uh, like <laughs> what, what, yeah. What else have you got going on? Yeah. So I'm currently searching for a house. Um, so even though, so me and my roommate, so my roommate actually works at the same company I, I work at. That's where we, we met. And so it was one of those situations where we were living at the same complex. It was like, we hang out anyway. Why don't we save some money and move in together? Um, and so that is coming to an end. Um, we're still great friends, <laughs> but life, life happens. That's coming to an end. So I need to, I want to buy a house. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't want to rent anywhere else. It's to that point where it's like, I always told myself that's what, that's also what has changed so much over the years is like, um, you know, like my parents got married when my mom was 21 and my dad was 24. Um, and they had a long marriage. Um, they were married for 27 years. And so for me growing up, that was my, my thought. Like when I graduate college, I'm going to, you know, be with my soulmate and we're going to get married. Right. Mm. <laughs> but by the fact that that didn't happen now that I'm like, okay, so I am living alone. Do I want to continue to rent? And now that I have my dog, I'm like, no, I want her to have a yard. I want to own my own place. I'm 29. Cause I always thought like, Oh, I'll, I'll buy a house when I get married. And I can't, I can't rely on that anymore. Um, I mean, you know, I could if I wanted to, but I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so, um, so now I'm looking for a house to buy. Um, and, and then, yeah, just continuing to, to podcast where I can. Um, and then, uh, now working on this license <laughs> and then, uh, just trying to see where I can travel. Um, I will say it's an interesting story too with, with my dog. Cause I, a lot of what I'm doing is motivated or like my living situation. Like that's been the most important thing to me mm -hmm. is that, um, pepper is her name. So that pepper is comfortable and that she has enough place, place to, to, to run around in yeah. the yard. Um, cause I actually was afraid of dogs growing up, um, three and my, uh, 
um, I was at my grandma's house in Arkansas and a, her dog came up behind me and bark, barked and it scared me for life. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yes, like start this fear in me that I just can't, exp- I couldn't explain. So like growing up, anytime I go to a friend's house, I'm like, wait, do you have a dog? If they did, can you please put them outside or in a room? Because I am just, I can't handle <laughs> being around the dog. And, and literally that was my life until college that one of my, um, I joined a sorority, um, which I'm still very active in today. Um, and, um, so it's Alpha Cap Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And so when I joined my sorority, one of my sorority sisters had a dog and I was like, Hey, I think I'm, I, I'm kind of getting used to this dog. It's okay. Um, and so it was like, a, okay, now I'm okay with dogs that I get to know. But then when I removed my roommate, she like really wanted a dog. She was like, I really do want a dog. And I know you're afraid, but like, I really do want a dog. And I was like, well, I think my desire to not live alone was, was greater than my fear of dogs at that point. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, let's figure it out. And so she got the dog and I learned that I could live with a dog. And then here I am with my own. Um, so it's really funny that like all my friends are like, I never would have imagined you would have a dog. And now I'm like all in, like she's yeah. all I post. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's a, I have a TikTok for her. <laughs> and so it's like, it's just that, that characteristic of me that I just go all in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, if I'm going to be a dog mom, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go halfway. I'm going I'm to yeah. be all in. <laughs> so That's awesome. Uh, how, how long have you had uh, Pepper? Since uh, uh, September, actually September 11th of 2020. Um, it's crazy story that I I was just casually looking because I was like, I, I think I want my own. Casually looking and I'm working at my kitchen table at my apartment and we always keep the blinds open, which is why a lot of times you'll randomly hear dogs barking in the pe- back of my podcast. <laughs> even though I am in the third bedroom, this is where the podcast studio is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are out there. The door is closed. But if they see somebody walking by, it's danger. I must protect <laughs> the house. So they both start barking. Um, so, yeah, we keep the blinds open. And literally one of my neighbors walked by with a, a kennel full of these little dogs that were so, I was like, oh, my gosh, those are so cute. And so I was like, I have to figure out a way to ask him about them and so the next time i saw him come home through the window i just casually like go out on the balcony like oh you know i was like hey i saw you with those dogs um <laughs> are they, mm-hmm. they for sale and he's like yeah we actually only have only have two left i was like oh my gosh he's like let me give you my girlfriend's instagram so i contacted her she's like we have these two and then she let me meet pepper and then i got her and we properly introduced her and my roommate's dog his name is noodles properly introduced them. And then, yeah, it was just a learning experience from there, potty training and, mm-hmm. you know, kennel training her and or crate training her. And I mean, she's been the best thing that's happened to me. Like I, especially during the pandemic, like mm-hmm. I needed that support and that comfort and that just like knowing that someone depended on me. Cause I mean, you go so long without any, anyone else really depending on you or mm-hmm. you being responsible for anything, especially before like, being in a committed relationship and, and having kids. So it was like, this was my first sign of like real responsibility. So it's been great that like now she's one and she goes to an awesome daycare whenever she wants, she gets groomed. And so it's been, it's not, I've been happy to see that I've been able to provide for her knowing that this is like my first go around. Yeah. Also, is that, (laughs) is that like, is that a, a goal of yours to like, uh, to start a family? 
Yes, I definitely. Yeah, yes, that is definitely a goal of mine. Um, I have always seen myself getting married and and having I definitely want to have kids. I love kids. Um, I have a, a goddaughter who like <laughs> another thing going all in. My cousin had a daughter and she was born and I, I she lives in Orlando. Flew to Orlando twice within the first three months of her being born, just because I was like, oh, God, I have to be there for her. And so the second time she came, my my cousin, she's like, I really want to ask you to be her godmother because you've already showed so much care for her. Um, and she lives in a completely different state. And so I literally went on to travel to Orlando 10 times <laughs> within three years, like before the pandemic, uh, she was three. And so I went 10 times to just go hang out with her, play with her. And then it was just an added bonus that my cousin worked at Disney World. So I got to go to get Disney World for free. <laughs> that was go. never the motivation. <laughs> it was always to see my goddaughter. It's all right. So you can admit it here. This is a safe space. <laughs> Once you go to Disney World so many times, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's something else we could do. But um, yeah, I went all in on just like, I wanted to make sure she knew who I was, even though I lived in a different state mm. and we would FaceTime and everything. And so then the pandemic hit. Um, but we, I, thankfully me and my mom were able to go out there this past July again, and we had a great time and I was able to take Pepper, which was awesome. That was my first flight with Pepper. And then for her and Pepper to meet, I was just like, my heart was just, just mm. beaming. And so, um, so that's been great. Uh, so I was just like, yeah. So I have always seen myself, you know, ultimately having kids. When you're dating, like, mm-hmm. uh, like, how do you approach it? Do you do you immediately like, is it is it always with the long term goal in mind? Or do you try to like, just be like, like take that off the table for now. Just see, yeah. like, how do you approach it? So, yeah, that's a very good question, because, yeah, I have always have the long term vision in mind. Because I hate wasting time. Mm. I don't like I it's weird. Like what I do. So when I did Uber and stuff like getting to know people was fine because it wasn't like consistent, like intentionally putting in time with those people, you know, it's like a different person every time. And so, you know, if I'm dating someone and I'm going out on a date with them and then I have to like we talk in between and then we go on a date. I feel like I'm wasting my time if I don't see a future with that person, Mm -hmm. Um, especially there's I mean, I like to do a lot of things. So I feel like if I'm investing myself in someone who I don't see a future with, then I'm taking away time from other things. Right. So like uh, like I spent I wanted to like, for example, I wanted to learn how to play the drums. I spent uh, five years taking drum lessons every week. And so um, like if I felt like, OK, I have drum lessons and then but I need to also make time for this guy. But I don't really see I'm like, I don't want to make sacrifices for someone. I don't see. A picture of. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just like, I mean, I I mean, I don't know. I don't think it sounds bad. I think I wish. I mean, I mean, that's just how I am. So if, mm-hmm. that's so I've cut a lot of situations off that, you know, if I don't see it going anywhere, I'm like, we just aren't compatible or I don't like this thing about you. So and I know I don't I can't see <laughs> like what? Like, what's the thing that you've seen? So, so like, for example, like one guy was like so immature. Yeah. And it just wasn't even it wasn't even fun to the point of just like, oh, haha, but we could still have a good time. It's just like, you know, like making inappropriate jokes like while I'm eating. Yeah. Like, come on. Are you serious? And it seems small, but it's just like, oh, that's fair. I, no, 
don't. Yeah, because I'm like, I can't imagine introducing you to friends because I don't yeah. know what you would say. I don't know what you would do. Um, but yeah, it, it's just been multiple situations of just like, you know, we, if I go on a date and then our date is like, walk, we're walking in a park and things just felt awkward. It just didn't feel like I could be his friend. I'm like, he's like, all right, do you want to go on a second date? I was like, no, I think I think we we capped it at where we, we need to be. <laughs> It's like, it's tough too, especially just like with the dating app world. It's mm. just, I feel like it was so much easier in college because you know people who knows that person. Right. So you can vouch for them. I feel like so, right now it's so easy for people to falsify who they are. Mm. And they're able to present a certain version of themselves to you for so long if you don't know people around them. And then you just feel bamboozled. Um because I feel like like my my like a relationship that I had previously was just like I went so long without meeting his friends. And then I was just like, what is why? You know, and I felt like it was because the reason I ended things were words did not match actions. And yeah. it was like he was telling me all these things and I had no choice but to believe them at face value. But then when it's like when you put it into practice, he wasn't ready for what I was ready for. And so it was just like, OK, well, no, I don't think we're a good match. So it's like I'm not afraid to cut things off because um, I think that's the purpose of dating. I think, yeah. you know, you should you're you know, it's you know, that's that's the the reason for it. I, I will say it's probably been a little quick in some situations or it's just like two dates and I'm like, mm. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> My friends always laugh at the fact they're like, when you know you're done, you're yeah. you're done. You don't waste any time. It's like me, like uh like reading a book I'm not into. It's like two chapters and I'm like, ah, nah, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna waste my time. Right. But let it be like a TV show. I'm like, let me give it three more episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you I was funny with the thing you said about like being in college. It's like uh it's like in college, it's like a, when you're in your you're, it's like there are user reviews. Um yeah. and uh when you're going to buy something, but now, now that you're out of college, it's like uh like you have to go to like a, the manufacturer's website, right? Right. Like they, you'll, you can only see the the reviews that they post on their own website. Exactly. It's like, I don't know if I can trust these. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's when I like, have trust issues sometimes with, with Yelp because it's like you'll have so many reviews just from the restaurant themselves, like the pictures <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, OK, obviously these are the best pictures, but let me get to the real mm. <laughs> actual customer reviews. So, yeah, dating, I mean, throughout my 20s, it's just been it's been difficult. Um, but but yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy at the moment. So that's 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 been a good thing. Um, because even with Pepper, it's like, OK, that's that's a that's a big deal breaker for me. One guy was just like, mm, you know, I don't I don't really care for dogs, but the fact you have one is, is fine. I'm like, well, yeah, I don't want someone who's going to tolerate her, though. <laughs> like, I would want someone who's like who likes her. Then, he, you know, he, he was just like, well, what's the big deal? It's just a dog. I said, see, yeah. that's where we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like all these, all these little things matter. It's just like if I love her so much, I obviously want someone who can grow to love her as well. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as you get older, things change, priorities change, things you look for change. So um, it's been an interesting ride. Do you do you like have a, do you have like a, like a checklist in your mind of like mm-hmm. things that need to you do? <laughs> yeah, it's like um, 
So not a checklist, mm. but desired qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I am pretty, I'm, I'm pretty strong at that. So I'm pretty strong in my faith. That is something that I focus on, um, in my mid twenties. And I think that's what helped me realize like the idolization of big brother. Mm. Um, like I've always, I've, I was raised a Christian and so it was, but it's always been like, that's been my family. Like I was, you know, I had no other choice right. obviously, cause with family, you go to church and everything. But then as I got older, that's when I was like, this is my own decision. Mm-hmm. This is where I am with my faith. And it's just like, for me, it's more so my relationship, um, my relationship with God, as opposed to the religion of it all. Mm -hmm. And thankfully I was able to find a church that focuses on that as well. And so, um, so that's been, so for me, it was like, okay, this is what I'm praying for these certain qualities. And so it's just like, okay, if I find somebody who's not into that, or maybe they don't, I try to, and I try to think of it as like, okay, not he needs to be tall. He needs to be, you know, like that's never been it. Like maybe a little bit though. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's funny though, because I've even, um, I've even dated a a jockey before who was like five, two. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and I, I'm not that height. I am. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, I'm five, four, five, five. Mm-hmm. So it's like, height's never been like a, a determining factor for me. It's nice though. It is nice. Yeah. What, yeah. what would be, what would be the list of qualities that you're, you're hoping for? So uh, similar in, um, similar in their faith. Um, I would say enjoy sports. That that is something that I I truly do enjoy sports. So it's like if someone doesn't enjoy sports, then it's like it would be def- very difficult because I enjoy sports so much. <laughs> do you do you have do you have like uh, do you have the patience to be like well maybe uh, like I can see if they like I can introduce them to sports and see if they would be interested. I have the patience with reality TV. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not with sports though. <laughs> right, I'm like for me, it's just like. I, I want to learn. I want to, I don't want to be the one teaching about sports. Mm -hmm. I can teach about reality TV. Right. Right. But it's like, I know enough about sports to be dangerous. Like I'm not at the point now where I can be, I I can do really well in a fantasy league. Like Mm -hmm. I've never done fantasy football, but I can watch two I can watch two get two teams play that aren't the Cowboys. Even though I love the Cowboys, I watch two teams play and know like, oh, this player is good. This player, it, you know, what they've been through, but I would want to be able to talk about it. Right. Mm. And so that's, um, that's been one thing, but let me see. Uh, a couple of the other things would be, um, I would say open-minded. Um, not that I like casually bring up the list. <laughs> I, I was about <laughs> to call you out. I believe she is reading from an actual list. But it's like a a desired, like I've learned over time what my deal breakers are and kind of crafted it towards there. Like this is what matters to me. Like I just want someone who is, yes, I do. Yes. I've written it down to not lose sight of it because I have at moments lost sight of it. And then I'm like, why am I even entertaining this guy when I know I like a certain thing? Right. Mm -hmm. So like, why am I entertaining someone who has zero shared interests with me just because, like, seems like a nice guy, but I'm like, we have nothing to talk about. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, people say op- like people say opposite attracts, and that and that's totally fine. And I think it's totally okay to get your significant other or like inform your significant other about the things you're interested in. And I know I'm not going to, you know, I know there's no one out there who's as crazy about big brother. So that's never been something that's been on my list. Right. Uh, I mean, there are people that are as crazy about big brother. Right. But um, the, the reality of finding that, yeah, I know yeah. I'm putting myself in a box. Right. So, um, so yeah, like I said, uh, you know, has a relationship. Um, with uh with god um physically attracted to me is funny is secure in himself enough to uh to be with someone who could possibly make more yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that difficult have is you run that, into difficulty that is yes okay. there are times where it's like people think that you know and it's not something i ever like willingly bring up like in the Mm. past when gone on dates and stuff but it's like if they find out what i do and that like you know i'm salaried then they can like put two and two together i've been there for 10 years they could put two and two together that i'm somewhere around not like you know maybe not minute minimum wage right (laughs) and so then it's like you start to see certain insecurities Mm -hmm. with some some people um yeah like i said love sports passionate about his own interests and then um like pro-choice. I, I find that to be very important. Um, but yeah, that that's it. it you know, it's that's nothing. It. It's, okay. Yeah, there's no height requirement. There's no, he needs to make a certain amount. He needs to do this. It's more so about those just values and qualities. Yeah, and sports. <laughs> and sports. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I Okay, I, well, I guess that's something I didn't mention. I, I grew up playing basketball. Okay. Uh, since I was six years old. So I played basketball from six through um, high school. I had to make a decision if I wanted to do, I couldn't be in the top band and be uh, in varsity basketball mm-hmm. on the varsity basketball team. So I chose band because I was like, that'll give me more flexibility with which college I want to go to as opposed to trying to go to the WNBA. Mm. And so then once I chose band, I just continued to play basketball like in the summers and like summer leagues. And then when I got to UT, I played in the basketball band. So we played at basketball games. So that was really fun. And then I would um, play uh, basketball in like intramural intermural leagues. And then when I graduated, I would play it uh, with like coworkers. And I was usually the only girl, but like there were a group of guys that would play basketball after work. And so um, I did that for a very long time. So of course there are videos and my big brother audition videos that uh, of me playing basketball <laughs> so, there you go. with the, but it, but those for sure the only reason I have a video of it, it was for big brother but I would have played whether I was uh, trying to get on big brother or not because I enjoyed playing basketball well when you said basketball band um it made me imagine like uh people playing basketball with instruments like bouncing it off right? of the drums <laughs> and like shooting it out of a trombone uh right. which I think would make a great video just it Just would. Um. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, I played uh, the French horn. Um, I know Jordan Kalish also played French horn. So uh, that was pretty fun. Um, it was a fun time in my life because uh, because it was getting the best of both worlds. I'm like, oh, if I'm going to be attending these games anyway, at least I can attend them from a great seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got great seats in the band and got to play. All right. Well, this has been uh, very fun. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Yeah. 
thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I mean, um, I feel like the only time I've gotten to like get done a deep dive on myself has been to form it into a three minute video. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been interesting being able to elaborate and go into detail. Um, but I think we, uh, I think we got into all of it. All of it. We've distilled That's your entire life. life into an hour and a half. <laughs> right. That's it. I mean, there's, uh, there's nothing left now. I think we scratched the surface and, I mean, it's definitely it's it's always interesting looking back on your life because especially from the perspective of where you thought you your life would go, like mm. growing up in band, I thought, oh, would I am I going to be playing like in an orchestra when I get out of college? Am I going to yeah. be well, for a short period of time? I had a, a goal of playing like um and uh for movie soundtracks. I thought that would be really cool. Um but then it was just like life takes you different ways. And in college, I started like editing videos and stuff for people. And then after after college, I would uh, charge people to make videos for them for like birthdays and stuff. And so then now getting to podcast and deal with like, you know, audio. I mean, we we as just like the regular podcasters, we do a very limited amount. But I am very um, I, I'm interested in the technical side of it and. Um, so it's been really cool to like learn what I can along the way and getting to hear from what you and Rob do, um, behind the scenes has been cool. So I'm very, I'm very happy where I am and content, uh, in life at this moment. So it's good that we did this now and that this didn't all happen <laughs> around like the age of 25 because it was yeah. been a very different, uh, <laughs> Terrence show. I need, I need to get on big brother. Terrence. You don't understand. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I feel like I cannot come on because if they see this, yeah. I will not make it on the show. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, this is this has been so much fun. Um, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I've sort of said this before, but like I always really enjoy uh, podcasting with you. You're one of my favorite people mm -hmm. to uh, to podcast with. So uh, thank you so much for uh, for doing this with me. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I truly do enjoy you know I, podcasting with you. It doesn't feel like you know, start and then we're on and we're podcasting, you know, mm -hmm. it does feel like I'm just talking to a friend about a show I love. And so then I guess that's why people enjoy it because, you know, maybe people don't have uh, other friends who still watch Big Brother yeah. or watch Survivor. So it's it's cool that, you know, I, I, I get to do this, especially when this is just it seems like it's in my element because I feel comfortable while doing it. But it's so out of my element in the sense of how you know, I've been treating social media in terms of like opening up myself and exposing myself to the world. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy podcasting with you, too. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, where, where can people find you if they want to uh, if they want to, uh, you know, see uh, basketball band videos? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I need to like post supporting evidence. I, I mean, there's <laughs> so much out there. <laughs> Oh, in my phone. It's a, uh, I, I mean, I have like 20,000 photos and videos in my phone. I'm not going to lie. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Asia, like Asia. So A-Y-S-H-A, like A-S-I-A. Um, I'm also, like I said, I love dog content and I love posting my dog and my roommate's dog. So you can follow me on Instagram as well at Asia, like the continent. Um, eventually, I'm thinking about changing that to Asia, like Asia, but it's been Asia like the continent since like college. So I'm like Asia like Asia on Twitter is new, but it's mm. it's quick and easy. 
And I mean, my whole life, I've dealt with people saying my name incorrectly. So mm-hmm. it just felt like a very easy way. I mean, I'm sure that you, <laughs> you can relate there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, if you want to see anything about my Married at First Sight content, um, I post it, I always post it there. We just wrapped up season 13. Season 14 is starting in January. So we'll see what we're going to do with that. But then, um, yeah. Or Big Brother, or Survivor, or hop on 90 Day Fiance. But yeah, so you, if you want to uh, see anything that I'm doing or any podcast that I'm on, definitely give me a follow. There you go. That was Asia. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's great to get to know people, and, and Asia was great to get to know. Uh, so many similarities between us. Uh, maybe not the uh, the list uh, thing, but uh, but I I really enjoyed uh, chatting with her and getting to know some of those things. And uh, hey, came very close on Big Brother. It, it, it sounds like she's not going to do it, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's still there's still a little bit there. Maybe I don't know. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed that though. Here's a sneak peek. For next week, when I will be talking to Nicole Maines, a.k.a. Supergirl, uh, a very talented actor who is uh, very, very good to talk to. Listen to this clip. Kids really don't care because they don't know that. Again, same thing as me. They didn't know it was supposed to be wrong. Yeah. They just, you know, I was like, and it was part of my introduction. I, I said, hi, I'm Wyatt. I'm a boy who wants to be a girl. What's your name? They're like, well, I don't know. Hi, I'm Mariah. And I like with the color red and trucks yeah like it, it was that was it was on the same level yeah. as, as trucks make sure you tune in next week nicole mains it's a great conversation uh you can of course find me on twitch twitch.tv slash taryn armstrong or twitter at armstrong taryn you can also find me on youtube now taryn's quest talking about all kinds of books and shows and uh stuff like that and uh big brother celebrity is coming up as well so make sure you are prepared as we are going to watch these celebrities duke it out in the Big Brother house here in 2022 Celebrity Season 3 for those of you listening in the future. Hello from the past. Uh, you know, be chill with the time travel, please. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. It's the Taron Show. for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.